Hello, podcast listeners. We are back for another episode of PWC Connections, the podcast. We're back in the bucket. I'll be one of your hosts. My name is Lamont Henson, and I am being joined by my co-host, Courtney Lucas. Courtney. Hey, What's going on? Uh, it's Friday. I'm happy. It is Friday. It's beautiful outside. It is. I'm ready to eat for Thanksgiving. Yes. Yeah, I'm going grocery shopping tomorrow to stock up the freezer. A nice fall, autumn look outside mm-hmm. as well, looking at the leaves, the trees, and the temperature. Yeah. Well, we have a very special guest joining us in the bucket. So often uh, we're talking about electric, but you know, PwC, we provide services other than just electric. We have water services, wastewater services. So we have someone joining us who is from the, uh, the acclaimed water side of the house. Mr. Chris Smith, he's got an electric personality. Ooh, we need to have like a clapping a sound effect right there. But you're right. We do um, we do provide services to so many people here in Cumberland County. Mm-hmm. And um, not every customer has every service. So right. You may not be aware that um, PwC provides, as you said, electric, water, and wastewater services. Yeah. And um, as you said, again, we, we usually have electric guys in here talking to us about how awesome they are. Right. They really are. And what an asset they are. Yeah. But now we have somebody from the water side in here. Chris, if you would start us off by giving us, how long have you been with PwC, your official title in something funny? Um, I've <laughs> been with PwC since I was a small child. Um, I came here right out of kindergarten. And I just worked on small stuff back then. But, uh, no, I've been here almost 29 years. And... Um, about the past 20, I've been the water treatment facilities manager. So I look after uh, drinking water, mm-hmm. uh, treatment and production, regulatory compliance, and um, maintenance of those water plants and water reclamation facilities and lift stations also falls under me. Wow. Over two, two decades. Um, yeah, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very important. I have very, very, very good employees that carry me around. They are great they've got, employees. They've got strong backs. They carried me. And you know, one of the things um, I say often, I'm sure our listeners are so tired of hearing it, but um, while I, I definitely appreciate what our electric side of the house does, you can go days and days and days without watching Netflix. Uh, try to mm. go days and days and days without water, access to water and sewer. You can't really do it. You don't want to do it. Um, and Chris, you were saying before we, we hit record, you know, people went. Yeah, it's been a long time, millions of years, maybe, with uh, without electricity. Yeah, but water's always yeah. been there, and it's very it important. Water. Yeah, it's very, very important. Yeah, we've gone out to schools and asked that question: Which one would you rather go without electric or water? And people really have to ponder for a second mm-hmm. and think, like, "Oh man, my charge myself. My microwave won't work." But. How do you feel about body odor? Yeah, showering is very important. It's good to be able to use your toilet. That's nice. (laughs) So water is very important, and we definitely appreciate everything um, you and your team does. I'm looking at a water tower right now, and, I mean, that's your baby. You know, that's that's yours. So thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. you. So one of the things we want to talk about today is um, some awards. You guys brought home two pretty significant awards recently, and – I think our customers and our listeners would love to hear about them. So let's talk about the director's award first. What is that? Okay. So um, that is from um, the US EPA director and we're a member of the partnership for safe water. And so that organization started 
um, maybe 1999 or 2000. Mm -hmm. It's currently uh, made up of hundreds of utilities across the country. Um, the American Water Works Association, US EPA, as I said, um, several large agencies like that. And you know, everyone just came together and um, wanted to find a way to uh, treat water at, at a, a higher level than is currently required by EPA, mm -hmm. which EPA guidelines are very strict and they're hard to meet, but um, a lot of us thought we could do a lot better. And um, so this organization was formed and we were um, one of the first members. And uh, we started out by looking at every unit process of our plants, our water plants, or what's called conventional treatment plants. So we bring water in and uh, coagulate and settle and filter. That's what a conventional plant does. So we looked and evaluated uh, all those unit processes, whether it's flocculation, sedimentation, filtration, disinfection. We met many times with operators and maintenance and engineering and uh, really, you really take a, a tough look at yourself and um, you, you come up with kind of a road map or a plan going forward, things you want to improve on. And we did and we have. And so that second year we were awarded this director's award and we were the first one in North Carolina to get that. That's great. And uh, it is great. It's, it takes a lot of work um, from our plant operators and our plant maintenance staff. They're really dedicated and they have to be. You don't, you don't get a day off. Or a rainy day, as they say, um, it's 24-7. you got to be really paying attention. So we got that, you know, back in 2001, and we've got it every year since. And um, we're not complacent. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it, not a given. You're working for the award. No, we, we turn in a lot of data and um, <clears throat> quite an extensive narrative we put together every spring to show how we did last year and what we said we were going to do, those improvements we were going to make in, at the plant, and we list a, a pretty extensive um, amount of improvements we'd like to make in the next year. So they hold you accountable to it, and you said you were going to do it, and you list why you want to do things, um, how it's going to improve your process. And then a year later, they want to hear how that went. <laughs> you got to show it and document it and, um, you know, prove that you walk the walk, so to speak. I love that you said uh, we go above and beyond. The EPA says, you know, at a base level, I just want you to be an eight. Just be an eight. But we're like, no, we're PwC. We're going to be a 10 or higher. Right. Our product is superior. Yeah. You know, one of the one baseline thing uh, that's measured is uh, called turbidity. And that's how, um, in layman's terms, that's kind of how cloudy the water is in the river. And uh, there's a limit on turbidity of, um, 0.3, and it's called a nephilometric unit, what we call an NTUs, because the other word's really hard to say. <laughs> but um, so EPA says, you know, you don't need to have anything greater than 0.3 NTUs going through your filters, um, and that demonstrates your plant's doing really well. But if you're in a partnership, uh, you, your goal is not 0.3, your um, goal is 0.1 NTU. So it's tough to make. Um, like I said, we've got dedicated operators and maintenance staff. They're they're professionals in what they do. Um, they're all certified at different levels, and um, they they pay attention. And there are some years there, right? A lot of people work there for years and years yeah. and years. Yeah, we're in that uh, same 
bracket that many utilities are right now and all the baby boomers are headed home uh, in the next well in the next week or say any time yeah right. that's right so uh we have got some new fresh faces at uh -huh. the plants and uh three or four new guys and uh, i think the old ones are enjoying training yeah. every time you train someone you get better at your job mm -hmm. so they're enjoying that and um, we're getting folks certified and it's exciting it's exciting to see young people and they got a lot of energy and ideas mm -hmm. and it's really good they it's can good. remember stuff a lot longer than i can <laughs> yeah i can, I can remember <laughs> things i said i can't sometimes. i would imagine it's like the culture there if i mean it's you know awesome to be the first recognized with the award in north carolina but the fact that you guys have maintained it years after and continue to get the award so i would imagine even if new people come in it's kind of like here's the standard yeah that's uh you're exactly right and that's from my office i can hear at the glenville lake plan i can hear what's going on in the operator's room and it's it always makes me feel good when new people come in and they're being trained and i hear our seasoned operators <laughs> explaining you know um here is the the regulatory requirement but mm -hmm. that's not our requirement right and, it gets their attention it makes you feel good it makes us feel good and so you mentioned you're at glenville we have two water treatment facilities can you tell us where they are and where they pull from uh we have the glenville lake facility across the street across merkson road from fayetteville state and it can treat 18 million gallons a day and we probably average about seven to nine million at that plant um it pulls out of glenville lake and that water comes from uh, going north immense and cornbow and bonnie dune uh, runs through town uh, glenville can also pull off the river we put a line in probably 20 years ago this, um, the lake gives us about four million a day on average so we wanted that plant uh, to you know at least be able to do 18 mm -hmm. million if if need be so we we pull off the lake quite a bit um we try to keep the, we pull off the river quite a bit. We try to keep the lakes full. And the thinking is that, you know, if there was some contaminant that came down the river, you know, perhaps there's, you know, one easy thing we say to, you know, people can kind of picture in their mind is if like a fuel tanker ran off, God forbid, ran off the bridge mm -hmm. at 295 or, you know, maybe up north in Irwin or Lillington. If the lakes are full, that's a little reserve. We can make it several days without uh, being on the river. So then there's the P.O. Hoffer plant, and that is near um, the Veterans Hospital, and the, the uh, River Walk uh, goes right by the Hoffer plant, and we can treat about 40 million a day over there, and it solely comes off the river that the source does. But both are, as I mentioned earlier, conventional plants where we just bring water in, coagulate, flocculate, and settle, and then disinfect and it's delicious. I only drink tap water we at have, my house. Uh, we have won best tasting water in North Carolina before and uh, came in second a few times out of a lot of utilities at a state conference. But this year, there's not a state conference because of COVID. I can't mm. imagine why. Yeah. Is it, maybe it could be they were scared uh, they were going to lose to us again. <laughs> oh, burn. Yeah. Yeah. So, That's confidence. Yeah. yeah. All of, all of, you know, us water plant folks across the state we're all in the same organization uh -huh. so we pick on each other a lot and uh, man it you get you get a lot of mileage once you win that uh -huh. any little thing you win you get a lot of mileage of course. and you rub it in their face you know it's funny though um because i'm a utility nerd i think most of us are i kind of like traveling around and tasting different tap water 
the water tastes different. It really does wherever you go. And I, I just think our water tastes really good. Yeah, no complaints. Yeah, our tap water yeah, is pretty I, great. I, I, I go to some places and, and it's, to me, it seems awful. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's just I different. talk to the people that live there and they swear theirs is the best. Uh -huh. So, um, whatever. You, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, but um, the, the comments I get here, you know, we, we have a, a transient population. We have a lot of military coming in and they've been everywhere. And mm -hmm. they, they say we have good water. So they would know. Uh, yeah, they would know. I believe them. <laughs> You're wearing an army shirt today. I am yeah, wearing my army shirt today. Go army. So let's talk about this AWOP award. What's that? So it's um it's given out where the the director's award comes from US EPA, the um AWOP award, which is area wide optimization program, is that comes from the state, uh, Department of Environmental Quality, or we as we say DEQ. So um it really just focuses on uh, the turbidity levels that I mentioned um, a little while ago and how well you do on that. It, um, I guess it, they didn't really have the resources to do these full plant uh, assessments like the partnership did. So they just kind of look at uh, your filtered water turbidity, mm -hmm. which says a lot. Um, and then um, they measure your filtered water turbidity. That's it's gone. The water's gone completely through the process. And they look at that ratio of how much you remove from when it started in the river to what um, left your plant. Mm -hmm. So um, we we won it many times, and it, some years both plants win it, and it goes back and forth. Okay. It's just kind of a, a ratio on turbidity, but it is a good yardstick um, to let you know how your plants are doing. Well, I think that's wonderful, and I'm really proud of y'all. I think it's great. Oh, thank you. Thank and, you. We appreciate it. Um, you mentioned 24-7, so Thanksgiving is coming up. People <laughs> yeah. are working, right? Yeah, we got uh, we have five uh, operators working on Thanksgiving, and um, that Wednesday and Thursday, and then um, you know, we'll have the same thing Christmas, uh, whenever. You know, if you're home watching the Super Bowl, um, there's, Using your electricity. There's, there's five or six, <laughs> seven operators that are not home watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> so, um, yeah, they're they're dedicated. They're dedicated. And even during, um, you know, the start of this pandemic, we brought in RVs and we housed mm -hmm. the operators and, at the plants. And they would come in and stay at the plant for 14, a 14 day stretch. And um, they volunteered to do that. And that, that's a lot of commitment. It's a lot of dedication. Definitely. Absolutely. I have a question for you. Since you mentioned the Super Bowl, I know that we have monitoring systems so we can see the levels and all that. And I imagine that's state, you know, countrywide. Is it true that during the Super Bowl, plant operators can actually see water levels rise during halftime, for example, or yeah, the ninth inning that, or something? That, that, that is true. Um, <laughs> uh, certain events like that, uh, Super Bowl is one. Uh, uh -huh. I, I started here as an operator, operator trainee, and worked my way up. But yeah, I can remember those nights and. Uh, as soon as halftime hit, your water demand would go up. You know, it's not it's not <laughs> extravagant, but if you're an, if you're an experienced operator, and you you can notice it. You, you can, can see, see it. it. Yeah, so it, that's kind of interesting. I had a uh, a friend that is in this business, and uh, his plant was outside of the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh huh. So he would say they had this, you know, they had constant communication with the racetrack mm -hmm. whenever there was a caution flag. Mm -hmm. That they had to turn on every pump they had in their plant wow. just for that little instance. Wow. Yeah, so, yeah, you can see that. That is pretty cool. Well, I think we've hit on everything we wanted to talk about today. Lamont has questions. Yes, I have. I, I remember uh, slightly, I guess. 
one of the cool things that you pointed out was during the last bad hurricane, I believe it was Florence, mm-hmm. when the water levels rose very high in the river, about how much water we were taking in, how much it could have been used throughout the city. Like you were saying, we had taken in so much water that it could yeah. be used to do this for. Yeah, there was a uh, good question. Right after, actually, it was about the same level with Matthew and Florence. Florence was a little bit uh, higher level there at the plants. Um, but there was enough water in the Cape Fear River going by Fayetteville in, uh, on the day after Florence. In that 24-hour period, if you would have had some vessel large enough to contain it, uh, to hold it, in 24 hours, you could have captured enough water to run the city of Fayetteville for about four and a half to five years. Good gracious. Yeah, that's a lot of volume. That's a lot of water. And I'm glad you, Lamont, thank you. I'm glad you brought I up tried. the hurricanes. Um, because again, you know, people usually, their their mind is on the electricity. You know, I don't want to lose power. What's going to happen? The wind is going to knock down poles or whatever. But you guys are working hard at those water treatment facilities to make sure that you don't lose power or, you know, you're still able to provide the product that our customers need. Yeah. We're like uh, every utility, you start about maybe 10 days out, you know, when you start looking at the forecast and seeing, and you, we, we have a checklist of, uh, there's probably 200 items just for water treatment, water reclamation and uh, facilities maintenance. 200 items. There's probably that many wow. that you check <laughs> off and, um, you know, you don't want to get caught off guard. So uh, you have things you do it 10 days out and things you do it five days out mm-hmm. and two days out. And then that's, you know, you get in that last 24 hours and that um, the last 24 to 48 hours, you hopefully you've done everything you've prepared every way you can. And uh, that's the time where you can release employees to get their things at home squared away, get their families taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they can make arrangements, come back, you know, bring clothes and their medicine and so forth, because it, it is not unusual for people to come and, and be at work for three to five days. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we just, uh, we've, we've been blessed. We've, uh, we've learned a lot over the years mm-hmm. and we try to, uh, we try to use that we've learned mm-hmm. and, uh, folks come in and they're, they're really dedicated and they leave their families at home and uh, they come in and work through all this stuff. That's right. Faith feels fortunate to have y'all <laughs> well, helping us out. I don't know about me, but <laughs> the rest of them, I think we are very fortunate. So um, before we wrap it up, is there anything you had Lamont? Well, I guess I'm just thinking about like our young people and looking at your, your collegiate shirt, go pirates, East Carolina. We're uh, one in six. But in the conference, we're only one in five. Congratulations. But it's almost like, uh, how did you get here? How did you get to where you are in your career? If someone is coming out of college and they're listening to this podcast or they're coming out of high school and maybe thinking, what path should I go uh, so I can be like Chris? Um, Well, you would need to be, uh, it it would help if you're a lot smarter than Chris. (laughs) Uh, That would really, it won't take you long to get places, but. Um, you know, the great thing about PwC is we have the resources and funding to train folks, and a lot of utilities don't have that. And so, if you, um, you know, if you went to college and you you got a degree, and maybe whatever that degree was in, my degree was in manufacturing. So, um, but folks come in and they have a lot of chemistry and biology, and that really helps out. 
and that, you know, a four-year degree, but there's also, you know, the folks come from the community colleges and they've got varying degrees and, you know, we, we look through those resumes and um, applications and we're interested in, you know, if you had any science at all, is or we're going to start fresh with you or we had some science, biology, chemistry, well, what's your math skills look like? But, um, you know, we, we also, we hire from within and we have folks that have high school educations and they just didn't, that wasn't their um, career path at, when they're in high school. Yeah, no, college no, isn't for everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And I don't know, I've never met a child that said, man, I want to be a water plant operator. <laughs> um, so, you know, we can bring you in um, if, if you're, if you have the desire and the drive and the dedication, we can bring you in and we can train you and you can work your way up. And it's great. It, yeah, it, it, it's a great company. So if you want to learn more about what Chris does, what his employees do, how our plants work, we have several resources. Um, of course, we have our YouTube channel where we've we've gone out to the plants. We've talked to Chris on camera. Mm -hmm. um, we just did an interview yesterday with one of the supervisors about these awards. Um, we have a, one of my favorite segments ever is on the water towers. I've always wondered, you know, before I started working here, how does a water tower work? So if you drive past them, which you do everywhere and you're curious, go on our YouTube channel and um, Mr. Joe will tell you how water towers work, for example. Um, it's an important part of the process. So Angela Hillis, she spoke to us a few months ago about water treatment. So there are there are several um, ways to get information about about water treatment. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't have another question. Oh gosh! But you have a look on your face. No, I'm 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 good. You know, Chris is my guy. I, I <laughs> you know, being one of the the newer employees here, uh, initially coming in, I was a little intimidated, Aww. and uh, it just made me feel welcome. Uh, you know, part of it. And uh, uh, I didn't mean to. Well, <laughs> I apologize. well, then you failed. Yeah, you failed miserably. Sorry, I made you feel welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I almost feel bad. Uh, we uh, we have a very special guest uh, next time, the next two times. Now, with this not, not that you're not special. Well, no, well, I, earlier you said I was a special guest. You are a special guest. What I'm trying to say is <laughs> our next two guests have um, big shoes to fill because okay. Chris is so wonderful. Oh, right. Yeah, Chris right. is that, so great. She cleaned that up nice. Yeah, that's a good save. <laughs> <laughs> I walked that right back. <laughs> I have enjoyed this. Chris, thank you I've so much for joining us. Um, and definitely tune in for our next two shows because we have um, two executives joining us. Yeah, I believe our next one is supposed to be with our soon to be retiring CEO, Mr. David Trago, who was also our first guest on the podcast. So that'll be kind of cool that he's coming back to join us. And then after that, I think on the schedule, we have the incoming CEO, Miss Elena Ball. So it'll be interesting to sit down and talk with her and see if we can make her feel as welcome as Chris made me feel coming in. We're going to talk to her about water treatment. Even though I'm sure she doesn't need to feel welcome. She's going to be the boss. So <laughs> I'm going to ask her how water towers work. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That'll be cool. She knows. <laughs> Chris, thanks for joining us in the bucket. Uh, for everyone listening, please check us out or go to our website, FAYPWC.com. You can Follow us on all our social media platforms at FAYPWC. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Nextdoor, LinkedIn, so on and so forth. And our YouTube channel. Please continue to listen to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. So if that's Apple, Google, whatever, Spotify, we're Spotify, there. Anything. Yeah. You got anything for me? 
I just think this is a great show. And I almost feel bad for Mr. Drago having to follow Chris. Wow. A little bit of pressure. Okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Happy Friday. Happy weekend, everybody. You know, we're trying to, we're all, we're getting close to the end of the year. We're not there yet. This has been the longest and sh- like most rushed year that we've had. But Chris, thank you. thank you. We're signing out.